the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast. The episode about worlds. Um, we're talking today about team worlds and individual worlds for Azeroth because Jay and I weren't there. Uh, I'm your host, Devin Owens. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Azeroth, who is now world champion. Yeah. And Jay, who is sick. Yeah, COVID sucks. Yeah. Jay managed to catch COVID from worlds despite not being at worlds. Impressive achievement. Yep. Yeah, I, I I mean, presumably, considering that I yeah, saw I mean, it, Brian, it like, the day after. Did you get yeah. sick before you ever left for the for the Eagles stuff, or did No, I'm pretty sick? sure I caught it from, I, I'm pretty sure I caught it from one of the Eagles, but that's okay. Ugh. So, yeah, I missed, uh, I, I, I tested positive on Thursday, so I, I missed the whole event that I came here for, the 2v2, two, two two, two which is, uh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. I love traveling just to catch diseases. It's great. <laughs> yeah, really, the best reason to travel. Yeah. Oof. I was glad I avoided it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, not. it didn't sound like a ton of people at Worlds caught it, but enough that it sucks. Yeah, and I was like, I was trying I to keep my distance well. from, from most people, like, Obviously, I was in close proximity with people that, like, I wanted to be close proximity to. Um, I masked up on the plane um, yeah. just to be safe. Planes are a lot of people. Yeah, close proximity with a lot of people and re- recirculating air. So, uh, you're going to be doing most of the talking this time, as because sure. uh, we don't have that much to talk about other than ask you questions. Uh, yeah. So, let's just start with general impressions of Worlds as an event. Uh, so I think it was better than 2019, um, and I thought 2019 was great. So uh, Graceland continues to be a fantastic venue. Um, we actually had more space than we did in 2019. Interesting. Um, we had two of the, the big halls instead of just one. So I don't even think the one next to us was being used for anything in 2019. It wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't. just didn't use it for us either. <laughs> yeah, so this, this year we, they were running the Dice Masters event and all the Battle Royales and Slop events in one room and then for all the constructed events and uh team sealed um was done in the room that we were in last year or in 2019 right um that's nice the only complaints that i would have uh one everything started very very late um on thursday um they opened up everything very late and i couldn't get into the slop event it was sold out by the time uh the line had moved like three feet um, which was unfortunate. So I didn't really get to do anything on Thursday. I just kind of watched the Silver Age event because I had no interest in playing in it. Um, yeah, I heard there weren't a ton of slots in the slot. Yeah, there were 64 uh, total people able to play, and those were gone almost immediately. Um, and then I was too busy playing in other events the rest of the weekend that I could not play in one um, the rest of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, the only other complaint I had was the way they handled the store. Um, because it happened to me, it happened to Lucas, um, that we were busy playing in events. We could not wait in line for the store. 
And by the time we could actually get to the store, which was during the round one buy of singles, um, the, the figures that we really wanted were gone. And they weren't given in prizing. Yeah, that sucks. They've always given all, all of the uh, purchases in prizing. Yeah, so we, I, at least, I know, I think Lucas got at least one of what he was looking for. I could not get a Death Metal Wonder Woman, nor could I get a Warp World Phoenix. That sucks. Um, and I wanted to get the Wonder Woman for some for one of my locals who had given me money for it, and I just couldn't, which was unfortunate. So I, yeah. I hope they go back. I hope they go and reevaluate the way they handle the store. Maybe just do like you order online. You have a max allocation that you can do. You bring uh, proof of purchase, and you just pick up at the store instead of buying at the store. Yeah, I mean, getting pre-orders or uh, at least bringing more product seem like yep. reasonable things to me but other than that event was run very smoothly big you know big thanks to scott and the crew and then all the judges Great. um yeah i heard there were some some snafus with some of the brs but i didn't play in those so <laughs> yeah you were you were too busy with <laughs> everything yeah else. Play, playing in all the other events um which Man, Team Worlds, I, I forgot how much fun that event was. Such a great event. Um, and I got to play in, like, the Teams event down at the Clicks Cup. But it's just something different with playing with a, a fairly new set. Because, like, Wonder Woman 80 had been out for a little bit yeah. um, for the Clicks Cup. So being playing with Exoswords um, was really just a lot of fun. Um, and playing with the Sealed Brick, oh, Man, I hope WizKids just does that. I hope they saw that this was a success and just does that from now on. It's not like they got less entries. <laughs> right. Yeah, there were 57 teams, I believe. Because that was um, the concern, right? It was like price will make people not want to enter. But like, come on, they've flown to Worlds and bought a hotel room. You think yep. an extra 30 bucks to enter Team Worlds is going to make them not enter Team Worlds? Like, yeah. These are and your I, really enfranchised players, guys. <laughs> yep. And I and I said it on, on when I was on Critical Clicks with Scott at one point. I'm like, just do it once and let us make the decision. Yeah. And then see where you're at. And I feel like I actually I saw a ton of people that I, uh, I've never met before. So That's awesome to hear. Yeah. we had a lot more people coming out to just play. And I think if they announce worlds with a lot more time, we'll see an even bigger growth in, in that event. Sure. Yeah. Um, Memphis is like a really interesting location for it because Graceland is a pretty good location. Like they, it's right near the actual hall and there's tons of room in the hall for an event of that size. And the actual hotel ends up being a reasonably good deal, especially with the um, con Ellie's and Graceland tour the package. TCG package, yep. yeah. Um, that said, getting to the city of Memphis is quite difficult. <laughs> There's direct yeah. flights from basically nowhere, yep. um, so that really sucks. But there it's used very to be close to the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Once you're at the airport, the airport, it's awesome. <laughs> there's but like yeah, there's there. at least when we were there in 2019, there was a. Uh, shuttle straight from the airport to graceland there is it only runs till 11 yeah. so the fact that like my flight got uh, delayed yeah, that's um i was not able to get the shuttle so me and brian dormeyer and chip from the eagles we all rent we shared an uber and we're on the same second leg like flight yeah which was hilarious i saw chip walk by i'm like uh-oh i never saw brian but i saw brian walking off i'm like hey we can't get the shuttle do you guys want to just get an uber and we did 
And then I stayed with Emily uh, on Wednesday night, which first time I got to meet Emily, like now that I actually know her. And that was probably like my biggest takeaway from this weekend was I've got to meet so many people that I, that I know that I've met before, but I didn't know them. Yeah. But now that I actually know them, it was a big deal. Like the Cotes, Jackson, um, Emily, it was just a great experience. For sure. Yeah, it's always great to see people, and especially when everything's been online for so long. So there's been time to meet new people, but not time to actually see them in person. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but yeah, uh, Team team World. Yeah, let's get into teams. So Oof. who did you play with, and uh, what do you open? So I played with TJ Wheeler uh, from Clickstoff and Tony Bruno from Coffee and Clicks. Um, it ended up like we we talked a little bit before the event. Tony made a, a group chat for us. He was like, all right, so how do you want to like practice for Team Worlds? I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you here, man. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just there's too much randomness to it. Um, so I think we just kind of take what we get. Um obviously review the set and we'll kind of look at pieces we want. Um, the brick that we pulled ended up actually being pretty good. Uh, the case that was set down for me, for our team and the team with us um, actually was a double chase brick uh, case. Nice. Um, unfortunately they pulled the Saturnine, <laughs> um, which I w obviously we would have liked. Um, but I was actually, I wasn't super happy with our brick <laughs> um, at first. Because our super rares were kind of garbage. Um, we pulled so you can see uh, we ended up like, play, right? two of them or something. Uh, we ended up not playing one of them. Okay. Um, we pulled Blink as our chase, um, which I told the guys, I'm like, hey, if nobody feels comfortable using her, like I'll play her. I feel like I can. Uh, my first two rounds ended up proving that wrong. Um, but <laughs> then we pulled uh, Red Root, Monarch, and Captain Britain as our super rares. Um, Red Root never left the box. <laughs> His sword did, but he did not. I mean, the sword is also trash, but it's a sword, so yes. you know you you have a five point <laughs> right gap in one of your teams somewhere. Um, so Red Root isn't did... that bad. I, I still maintain that Red Root is like vaguely playable. Not so good, he would he would have been. Um, but TJ was like, hey, I'm gonna build a mystical team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he chose no the mystical words, characters, right? right. And, but he does have mystical. But he's 60 okay. points, so he's not easy to work in. Yeah. Um, so TJ took, you know, Captain Britain um, and was working with that mystical team. Um, I decided to play Blink with X-Men, um, which the one downside with the whole sealed brick is a lot of repetitive teams. Um, you could almost guarantee that a, when you sat down across from an opposing team of three, they have at least one X-Men team, probably a robot team. And some other team, which will either be like unthemed or something. Or I mean, I think I think with six boosters, you're gonna have an X Men team in this set all the time as yes. well. But yeah, the robot would be less likely. Um. Well, we so we could not physically make a robot team. Just literally pulled, didn't pull enough robots. We pulled one Danger Room construct and we pulled a duplicate of it. All right. We only Great. pulled Mystique. I mean, she's awesome, but yes, <laughs> you're not playing two of them most right. of the time. You can't play two of them. It's impossible. Well, on you could on different teams, but you'd yes. have to be playing a robot-themed team and an unthemed or something, which right. isn't going to be common in this format. But so uh, TJ's team uh, consisted of, you know, Captain Britain, um, a Green Priestess, Danny Moonstar, who 
he said was MVP. I was going to say MVP Danny Winster, yes. <laughs> um, he, he calls her the common Thanos. Um, <laughs> there we go. And then originally he had the common Storm. And then literally I was already, like, I was trying to figure out my last, like, 30 points of my X-Men team. Um, and he's like, wait, this Storm doesn't have the mystical keyword. And I was like, okay, well, figure it out. Figure your last points out. I'll take Storm. And that gave me double Storm. Um, so my team was Blink, Double Storm, the Jean Grey, because I called dibs, um, Peepers, because I called dibs. Yeah, I mean, um, both of those just pair very well with Blink. Yes. Um, and I took Recruiter Cyclops, um, which also pairs very well with those, um, at least with the Peepers, getting the extra shield. Um, so I was Double Storm, Blink, Recruiter Cyclops, Jean Grey, Peepers, and uh, Uncommon Magic for the prop. Um, ended up being a plus seven. I had no sword bears, uh, which actually was really relevant in top eight. Um, and then Tony played another X-Men team, um, with uncommon Cyclops, uh, black suit, Magneto, uh, rogue, um, tarot roulette and common magic. I want to say I might be missing. uh, Oh, and uncommon Gorgon the 35 point outwitter yeah with uh the sword trade on gorgon that's common uh, gorgon but yeah common gorgon yeah uh, uh i played uh yeah i mean that sounds good the, the rares are the strong part of that team and yes. i mean carry magic is just very good so <laughs> yeah i felt like our teams were very balanced um and the best part about the team format actually ended up coming in very relevant um, which was your teammates will will carry you when you need them to. Um, because I started off the day 02 with with the Blink team. Yikes. Um, we played round one against four points. I was about uh, to say, you played Scott very early, right? Yeah, we played round one against four points. Um, TJ beat Isaac, and then me and Tony lost. Tony lost to Ed. I lost to Scott. Um, and I really, like, me and Scott had a really close game. Um he was playing Bay of the Blood Moon at full, Cope Summers, Bishop, um, Common Magic, and Danny Moonstar, uh, and Cypher. Like, his team was very good. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that sounds pretty reasonable. Very good team. Um, and then, so we we start the day off 0-1. Uh, we go into our next team. Um, we play against, I think it was the Klixinit team. Um, I lose this game uh, in a close game. Um, but TJ and Tony end up winning the next round for us. And after the game, like I, I've said this a couple of times already, TJ looks at me, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you're playing that team. Like it's Thanos. That's not your play style. Like just play it. Like you're like, play it like you should. And like, that kind of just flipped the switch for me. And I got a lot more aggressive with it. Um, which was very important for that team. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the portals give you some amount of range, but it's not cross map. <laughs> right. And well, the main thing is like, I was trying to play like too like safe of a positional game and end up just eating a ton of time. And I didn't get a lot of attacks in, in my first two games. Um, once I started playing it one more aggressively and two actually using blink as the bodyguard, um, for the rest of the team. So uh, third round we go and we play uh, one of the other click stop teams with Alex, um, Jason Allen, and Zach Brazier. 
Uh, we 3-0 that round. I played against Alex, who was playing robots. And I lose map. He goes to Barnstable Wedding. And he crosses up on me. I have Blink in the doorway. Behind And behind her is my Cyclops, my Peepers, my Storm, or my, uh, my Magic. Jean Grey is off to the side uh, next to Blink with the Storms just kind of running disruption. Um, and Blink was just protecting everybody because she's got double rollout. Yep. And if they miss her, she deals damage. And that includes when she succeeds on Super Senses. Yeah, Super Senses. Super Senses works. Well, and a lot of people thought it was just off the Super Senses. It's when they just straight miss her. So, like, 10 attacks on it, 10 on it, like, 19 through hindering. Yeah, you have a couple perplexes, too, so. Mm-hmm. So they would just miss, and it's, like, one pen damage to this person who's, you know, eight squares away from, from Blink at that point. Um, and then she would just hypersonic out and come back and come right back and just go kind of deal with the, the people that she needs to deal with. Um, the double storm disruption one was so much fun <laughs> and it was super powerful. So yeah, I've especially liked her against though. like robots. Uh-huh. Because like Mystique does nothing if you have a storm. Well, what was nice is like his Mystique was trying to tie up my blink, which she doesn't do anything there anyway. Blink ignores characters. Um, yeah. What it was great for it was Blink would go out, hit Juggernaut, then hit Juggernaut again with somebody else through a portal, and then the storms would just knock him back six squares. <laughs> and be like, now you can't get to me. Um, and then he would move in, and then I would do it again, and then he did it, and then he came in again, and I ended up just killing him that turn. Um. Had to work for all my points, but was able to get it. Um, so we 3 0 that round. Next round, and then the fourth round, we played against um, the Clicks Mafia guys. So I play against Nate. I love playing Nate. Um, Nate's awesome. I He wins map. We kind of start uh, the fight. I forget that Wolverine ignores characters. Um, the rare Wolverine, he comes in. He kills one of my storms misses um the other storm with cyclops and or with magneto and that was the turning point because that storm kept wolverine out of the game because we were on the manhattan bridge and uh storm would just be like knock you off the elevation to where it's not easy to get to the to the transition squares, and then my whole team moves away. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, and fights the rest of the team. And then, like, he would full move back up. She would knock him off the other side. <laughs> he was getting so frustrated. Um, oh, and then, yeah, and then Blink, uh, Blink and Cyclops were just kind of doing the heavy lifting to take off the rest of his team. Uh, and then it was down to just Wolverine. Um, that was the first time I had used Recruiter in four games. I recruited in Cypher just to have the extra damage boost um, after one of my um, one of my storms died and then just finished off Wolverine from there. Nice. Uh, top 16, we ended up playing. I don't remember who what their names were, um, but my opponent had uh, is who so they were the team that basically knocked Sam, Jason and, and Dan out of the tournament. Um, and my opponent was on full point Merlin. Captain Britain Rogue, uh, Common Magic, and a Green Priestess. That's terrifying. 
It sure was. Um, I won map. We went to negative zone. Um, and my blink, uh, I double, I perplexed up her speed twice. Uh, TK'd her up. She went into, she, because uh, she goes through blocking as well. Um, went into one of the rooms to double target uh, the Green Priestess and Captain Britain Rogue. Um, I missed the Captain Britain Rogue because of the perplexes. Hit the Green Priestess for three. Didn't kill her, but came back. He retorted by blowing up a wall and then charge flurrying my blink with Rogue. I missed all my rollouts and blink died. That is not a good start. No. Uh, and then I set myself down another 65 points by recruiting in Cora of the Burning Heart. Um, the other important thing about my team was uh, my sideline was crafted as I was walking to my first round. <laughs> because they didn't really give us enough time. They gave us like 15 minutes to open and build. Which opening six packs and building, probably doable. Ten packs, not enough time. Um, so I was literally just give me all the cards that we're not using with X-Men. <laughs> and TJ was like throwing, uh, figures at me as, as we were going, but core of the burning heart, big deal to call in with two empowers. Um, cause I was able to charge flurry captain Britain rogue for five after hitting her off of the invincible clicks. And just killed Captain Britain Rogue right out. Um, yeah, Cora's uh, maybe not like the most powerful figure in the set, but when you have two empowers and you don't have her on the map to get killed before she can kill something, yep, it's not bad. Yeah, so Charge Flurry exploit for five was huge. And then um, he started to fall back because obviously he's still up on points because of Recruit. I come up. I managed to, with the storms, drag his magic out from behind a wall um, and kill the magic. Um, so good. Meanwhile, basing his Merlin, my one, my one storm perplexed down his attack, the other storm perplexed up her defense while she was on combat reflexes. Um, then... Um, I look at him because I have the green priestess uh, based as well with the other storm. And when it goes to my turn, I'm like, so if I kill green priestess, we agree that I'm up on points and you can't run anymore. He's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, killed the green priestess and I fall back. Um, and before I fall back, I knock Merlin into a room. <laughs> I'm like, go into the room and then bounce him back into the corner. <laughs> Um, yeah, against those characters with no move and attack, the storms to manipulate positioning is so, so powerful. Yep. He, uh, he then phased up, um, within reach of my team. I hit him a couple of times and then I barriered him in with my Jean Grey. Uh, he came out and I would have killed uh, him if I had had probably another 45 seconds. Um, but it ended there. Uh, so I ended up winning up by 10. Um, so how much, how much did this trait matter then? Uh, none. Oh. Um, I was keeping track of my free actions, like a smart, like, like a smart boy. Um, and my only real free actions on the team were the two perplexes and the two storms. 
Sure. And the turn that I needed a flurry with Korra, I didn't need to use the storms. So his trait was very irrelevant. Yeah, it didn't seem like it would come up that much in sealed. Yeah. Um, so uh, TJ had won. Um, so we had advanced. Um, we advanced to top eight and four points rematch. Uh, this, uh, the important part of this, otherwise, other than like me being Scott, was TJ beat Isaac again. Um, nice. Which we didn't expect to wow. happen because obviously Isaac is a very good player. <laughs> um, and that's not saying, take wow. anything away from niche, What a niche opinion. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> um, but even TJ is like, I can, we could lose now and I can call this a win because I beat Isaac twice. <laughs> he actually said that after the, the first round. He's like, we could lose out and I beat Isaac. So I, I feel accomplished. <laughs> um, but me and Scott had a had a really like cool game because it was so different than the first game outside of the start. So I win map again. Uh, took him the negative zone again, which was very good for my team because Blink goes through walls. I have a barrier. Yeah, Blink just being able to walk through walls is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So he advances up the map. Um, and the way he positions, I actually prioritize killing Bishop this time, which... Very important. Um, so Blink kills Bishop through the portal uh, because she can go through the portals herself, which is great. Um, and then he, I, I move my storm up to knock his Bay of the Blood Moon out of line of sight of of Hope, so that he can't TK Bay. Um, what I didn't like. I expected it, but what I didn't fully expect was him just killing Storm and falling back. Um, because obviously the point trade isn't great there. Um, but he falls back, expecting me to just reset. What he didn't expect me to do was shield TA blink, TK blink out, and just go. Um, so I kept the pressure on him. Uh, went out, triple targeted Hope, um, Bay and Danny Moonstar um, with a 13 at or with a 12 attack and a four range on my hypersonic. Um, I did not miss through his three theme props, um, including one from myself. And I hit Bay for four, which only does two, but knocks Bay off of hypersonic. Um, which was a big yeah, deal. That, that reduces her swing fairly considerably. Yep. Uh, I then was able to fall back into the bottom hole in negative zone. So now he has to punch open a wall to get to me, which he does. And he thought it all through. He punched open the wall. He TK'd out Bay. Bay charged in and hit shape change. <laughs> Um, so Bay was, was now there for the pickings for the rest of my team. Uh, Bay died the next turn and then Hope and Danny, um, started to try to fight back, which they were, um, recruited in Cypher to get the extra damage bump and then, um, was able to squeak out destroying 
the um, the sword that Bay comes with, Seducer. And I won that game by five points because of Bay's sword bearer trait. <laughs> and and, and, he, sword, and I guess. yeah, and he wanted to confirm. He's like, "You don't have sword bearer on your team?" I'm like, "No, I didn't pay for it on any of my characters." Um, because well, I I didn't want to give the storms a sword. There wasn't any sword that I really cared about them having. That I mean, why why would you give that storm a sword? It makes no sense. Right. Like she has three printed damage anyway, so. Exactly, and it's ten attack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so won that game by five points. TJ beats Isaac. We advance the top four. Uh, we sit down in top four against uh, Team Havoc, which are a bunch of like the Gulf Coast Avengers guys. Um, TJ sits down, looks at his opponent's team. I look at his opponent's team. I look at TJ. I said, you're going to lose. Because <laughs> it was Saturday. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and TJ agreed. Um, but again, this is where the team world's really, like team's event really shines me and tony managed to pick up the wins on this in this round um really great game with my opponent i don't remember his name unfortunately but i win that game by 10 points you had a lot Uh, of close games close games in top cut um and then we go to the finals and we're playing uh one of the phoenix nest teams so it's a bit it's a bit fun for me (laughs) um and it's lucas kevin and josafa and Josafa's in C, which is where I am. So it's me and the unthemed juggernaut. <laughs> and his team, he somehow, they pulled a Josafa team in sealed, which was Mad Jim Jaspers, Jean Grey, Rogue, Death, War. All right. And roulette. and roulette. Um, yeah, I mean, she just goes on unthemed team. She's fine. Yeah, and just three attackers. Mad Jim and Jean Grey. <laughs> um, we, uh, he wins map. We go to Morlock Tunnels. He moves up. He gives me a shot on Jim. Did he have sideline swords for Jim? Uh, he main forced the swords. Uh, so that he could, I, I'm not sure why, like we didn't really talk about it. Um, but he did have, I think he might've had a sideline sword. I don't remember. I mean, um, I don't know how impactful. I don't really think that having swords makes Jim that much more playable. No, I was just wondering if he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. I don't think it's required to play him at um, all. But he gave me a line on Jim that required me to shield pump blink, hypersonic out, and be really close to his team afterwards. And Death has Outwit, which terrified me. Um, So I hit Jim. He doesn't roll the six, so Jim dies. I end up on the other side of the wall behind his team with Blink. Um, He then TKs War. War goes, kills my recruiter Cyclops. Because, like, I made the joke. I'm like, well, if you kill her, I can at least, like, recruit somebody in. So he didn't kill her and just killed my recruiter. Um... I then bounced War around so that I could get a bunch of attacks off on him um, and killed War, but I had to put so much effort into War. Rogue came in. Rogue was just way too much of a handful at that point. 
Um, we literally just traded haymakers for about 20 minutes until I didn't have threats left. Um, TJ beat Kevin. Uh, Kevin was running a magical team. It wasn't mystical. It was magical because uh, he had four magics on his team. <laughs> um, a lot of magics. Yeah, they pulled all lower the, points, or did he have to play like a I think he was playing all the lower points. Um, they awesome. pulled the Magic Jasper's Lady Roma brick and didn't play Lady Roma. Yeah, I mean it's reasonable. She's just I she's yeah not good and sealed. Um, but Danny Moonstar, huge. He played Monarch as the replacement to Storm, and he he loved it. He made Monarch work. All right. Because Monarch can clear out barrier, which I guess was very important for him. Um, yeah. But then, so it's, I'm, I lost TJ. But I guess Danny Moonstar can, like, mind control people into his range or something. Yep. So you have ways to make him able to make attacks. Exactly. Uh, but so I, I lost TJ wins. Lucas versus Tony Bruno. Me and TJ have no idea what's happening in the game. Because it looks like Tony's down. But Lucas is playing Recruiter Cyclops. So we're not sure. Um, yeah, that makes it pretty hard to tell from, <laughs> from a yeah. like outsider came in halfway through perspective. Yep. Uh, by the time we came in, a lot of missing happened. Uh, a lot of missing back and forth. Or only hitting like inconsequential attacks. Like he missed. He rolled a bunch of threes to try to kill Tony's uh, roulette who ended up super sensing out the hits that did happen, but crit hit magic on uncommon Cyclops. Um, like stuff like that would happen. And then time gets called and me and TJ hear Lucas say, I think you got it. And I'm starting to lose my mind at this moment. And Lucas starts counting out points. And what we didn't know was he recruited in honey badger. Um, at 50. So that put him up 50 points that we didn't know about. And yeah. Tony and Tony, we, we calculated it after the game because there was, there was actually a score miscalculation. Tony still won, but he won by a different amount. He actually won by five. What? Because, because they didn't count the sword bear trait for Gorgon. And Tony never put the sword on the map. Oof. So Tony won by five instead of by 20. Um, and, and we won. Yeah, uh, that is close. Yeah. It, the team, the team's finals where it comes down to like one person at the end where like both teammates from both sides are watching and waiting uh -huh. is, are, are interesting. That was ours too. It was just Leo yeah. left playing. and Dan we made a comment. Like, oh, like, I don't, he doesn't remember a team world's finals that didn't end like that. That there, I mean, was, a, there fair, was a straight 2-0 easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, team worlds are always pretty close, considering that both 2018 and 2019 were basically decided by Christmas. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we won. Um, become, we actually missed part of the fan appreciation uh, uh, event because we were trying to collect stuff and kind of gather ourselves. <laughs> Um, cause you know, TJ on, on clicks to offset, he's never won more than a, a win a map. Um, Tony's never really won anything. Um, I've never done that well in a, in a major event. 
So that was how, how does it feel to be the most qualified uh, member of Clicksoft? <laughs> Ouch. Um, okay, that was a joke. For yeah. listeners, that was totally a joke. Yeah. See, that Tyler is a, a singles world champion. Oh, I, I, I forgot, to be fair. I was only thinking about Dan. Yeah. To be fair. But, uh, um, but I will be, so I will be honest. Dan, well, I have never seen him that emotionally moved. He, he couldn't talk. Like, he would just, he came over, like, he put his arms around me and TJ, and he didn't say a word. And we thought he was trying to, like, try to say, it was like, no, 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 no I, I, I can't say anything. He was That's so really excited. Oh, um, and like Tony. Yeah, wife, I could I could tell Tony's from this post that there. he was really proud of you. Yeah, Tony's wife was there, but like she snuck in at the end so that he didn't see her. Um, and she like she was standing like right behind him in his blind spot, so he didn't know she was there. It was really really cool. Um, we got trophies, which is now hung up in my apartment. Awesome. Um. I think we're the first world champions in 10 years to get trophies. Yeah, uh, they definitely uh, haven't done it in a while. Yes. Scott has not shut up about it, and they finally did something. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we are the first world champions to not be able to design a figure. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah, that, uh, that's pretty shitty, not going to lie. Yeah, we were, we were disappointed. Um, obviously, like, can't really fight it. Um, Dan actually, like, Talked to Scott and tried to get a, a, a response of why it wasn't there. Um, we didn't really get a real response, but hopefully, maybe maybe they change their mind um, and they reach out to us. If they do, obviously we'd be ecstatic um, to do it. But yeah. I, I don't think anybody would like hold it against you if they changed their minds after the fact. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. We uh, we talked about what we would want. Um, me and TJ, at, uh, when we were sitting in our room on Saturday, I was like, hey, you're a big Gambit fan, right? And he and I am as well. I'm like, how would you feel about doing a, a, a new Gambit, but it's like Gambit before he went to Mr. Sinister and asked Mr. Sinister to make him weaker, um, which was like full kinetic control Gambit. Um and he was down for that idea. We pitched Just Tony. a long time ago in the history of comics. Sure is. <laughs> um, yeah, anybody that thinks Gambit is weak needs to go and look at what his power set was back then. It wasn't just throwing explosive cards. Um, he could literally time stop people. Um, so Tony was all on board for it. We even talked about, like, some mechanics that we would do. I wanted him to have, like, speed control, kind of, like similar to tempo but with different effects obviously and being able to do it like at a range um and then they had the cool idea of like it also being like a tarot deck affecting power um where basically like you could remove a tarot card from your deck to do something and and i, I came up with the name it would be called an ace up my sleeve nice um, um but i thought that was really cool and like we don't really have good gambits. And as somebody who gambit is my favorite superhero, like I would, that's who I would want to make. Um, Tony had a cool idea as, too. Of yeah. doing, oh, sorry. I was say Tony had a cool idea of doing King Thanos from the, the line Thanos wins um, where he has Hulk on a leash as a pet. And like, that is, a, that is, a, that, yeah, it's a good story. I, I do recommend it. If anybody hasn't read it, it's the same one that, uh, 
Cosmic Ghost Rider is from. It's pretty cool. Yep. And like having Hulk uh, as a pop-off bystander, like Dog and uh, Robin for Batman Who Laughs. We thought that would be really cool. Yeah. Uh, as the uh, as the resident DC fan, I have to ask if you had any DC characters in mind. Uh, I'm not a huge DC fan, so probably not. I didn't. I'd be open to ideas, but since the lot since 2019 World Champions were a DC figure, I'd probably go with the Marvel one. That's true. You got you, two. You, there was a, there was a very easy correct answer you could have pulled out of your is ass. It Al- is it there. Alan Scott Green Lantern? Adam no, Stasher. Adam Stasher. <laughs> oh, sure. I don't know the story behind that. <laughs> I mean, he, he is in a movie that's going to come out soon. So. That's true. That's true. He is relevant again. I'm not crazy. No, you, well, are, you are absolutely not crazy. Um, But yeah, so we ended up getting, you know, a lot, some, some solid prizing. Again, I wish the, the con LEs had been the purchase, purchasables. Um, yeah, but what are you going to do? Uh, got a factory set of Disney plus and X of swords, a chase prime set of X of swords. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Which I immediately offloaded to troll and toad. Um, cause I couldn't fly home with it. <laughs> Would have been too yeah, much to fly home to with transport all of that. We were lucky. I was lucky that the year I won was in Philadelphia and we drove. Yep. Um, because and tom happened to bring uh, a truck which like <laughs> because because i won and the three of them top ford yep so you had so much prizing like the the prizing was, from like, the, the people who were in the and, other like, car from canada had to go in tom's truck because there was so much prizing we had to like tetris everything yeah. into the truck. Was that, was, that was the year where the prizing was like starros and blackbirds and so like and boxes. the factory set was avengers infinity which is all the, the factories. All the, all the colossals. <laughs> it was so big. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, TJ was willing to like take it home with him and ship it to me. I went to Troll and Toad. I told them, hey, I have this, this, and this. Make me an offer. Um, and they did. And I accepted it. And I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> yep. Not having to worry about it is always good. Um, Yeah. Uh, it didn't sink in until last Tuesday, where we all kind of posted in our group chat. We were like, okay, it finally sunk in. We're world champions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After uh, after Team Worlds in 2018, we went out uh, to a brewery near our Airbnb. And I just, like, sat there mostly silent for the entire time. <laughs> I didn't drink because I, like, hadn't eaten all day. I was like, uh-huh. if I drink one beer, I'm just going to collapse. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just like um, sat there and like, oh man. It was so late. We ended up eating at the the restaurant in the hotel. Yeah. Which they were so overwhelmed with the weekend. The service was really shoddy. But Lucas, Joseph, and Kevin were there, so I bought them a round of drinks. Um, nice. And and just had a had a really good time just hanging out. And then and then I I said to Dan, I'm like, okay, back to work tomorrow. Yeah, I mean still have another tournament to play and it went reasonably well for you unlike me. yeah yeah um yeah i love that you were like hopefully the curse doesn't follow you yeah because when i went to worlds the next day i got crit twice on my opponent's first attacks with no probs required Oof. against a character that had mastermind 
oof. So it's just like, okay, I guess I lose. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, get to singles. I'm I'm playing my team, which I had told a couple of people before the event, uh, lead, the week leading up to the event. I'm like, I feel so bad because I had such confidence that I would be able to top cut because I felt really confident in my team. I felt confident in my ability to play. And then the more and more people talked about Apocalypse, I'm like, there are so many matchups that could end up just being 0-0 losses for me and would take that top cut away from me. Um, and it's 0-0 zero, zero yeah. losses unless my opponent messes up. Never a good thing to rely on. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm not feeling great, but I had a good talk with, with Edward Shelton, um, who was like, he gave me probably the best advice somebody could have given me for the weekend was embrace the unknown and just, you can't control it. So just deal with it. I'm like, absolutely, absolutely correct. Um, which is funny, because then I didn't face an apocalypse all day. Unlike, unlike PJ's tournament, which was yes. full of apocalypse. <laughs> uh, so we get there, we get registered. Um, there are 168 players. 101, uh, I, like 101 or 108 of them has a first round bye. <laughs> so there's a hundred, yeah, that's over right. 100, 101 and O's with 300 points. It's good that they, if they were going to do the buys, that they did 300 point buys in the end because 150 point buys just would have been like weird calc to see whether you actually want to take it or not. Yeah. Well, not only that, like I was, because I was talking to Chris about it when I, I confirmed to them that they were doing 300. And I'm like, it would have been really shitty if the, the reward that you are supposed to get for doing well was the same as if, if somebody, if you, a random person didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so get to hang out during round one, just relax. I like actually, we kind of were able to walk around, see some of the cool teams that were going on. I saw somebody playing 200 point Koi. I no, lost my mind. I sure as shit did. Wow. And wow, I was, I was uh, ecstatic. I loved it. Wow. Um, I saw somebody playing Red Root. Wow. I'm like, the trees came out to play. <laughs> just all of the plant characters yep um but then then we kind of we get into round two i get settled down um i sit down against my opponent i'm not gonna remember most of my opponent's names and i'm gonna feel bad um he is playing uh mystical which was robert bame's team from nationals um exactly the same team and he even said he's like i i i liked the team and i wanted to play it i lose map obviously i'm unthemed <laughs> Um, and for anybody that doesn't remember, my team was Apocalypse uh, Collector with Molecule Man, uh, Commissioner, X-Swap, Mary Jane. Um, so I swap into Multiple Man and Venomags. He advances. Um, I, in this, I ended up winning this game uh, without going into too many details. I crit missed with death three different times. Hey, you just get to make another death. It's on good, the really. turns that I didn't already make one. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was like, make a death, try again. <laughs> um, it took it took death like three times to kill Faust, uh, which is usually not how many times I want to put into Faust. Um, his Jubilee got to Giant Click because we, so he went to, he said we were going to go to Otherworld Castle. I 
informed him that I too have a Jubilee on my sideline. Um, to which he then said, we will go to a different map. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I respected the decision, um, because my Jubilee will just be better than his. Um, I have better reach. I have better stats. Um, so we go to Ampetunia's house. His Lokis are a bit annoying, but luckily I have death, um, with Persistence Strike and Invincible. Um, I was willing to sacrifice a rookie because I had found the real Loki. And I sacrificed my rookie to kill a fake Loki and the real one, um, which I felt was a a worthwhile trade. Um, Wait, which Loki is this? The the common one from War of the Realms, the one that the Dr. Fate style Loki. Doesn't that, that Loki has the click number though. You always know which is which. Yeah, but he advanced with it. Oh, okay. And I wasn't fully paying attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, gotcha. So I ended up winning that game with 160 points, which in this meta, I came out of a win with 160 points was a huge deal. Um, I figured any win with 100 points was big, which I hate that those words are leaving my mouth. <laughs> because yep. there were so many wins that were like 30-point wins. Emily 20... averaged like 45 points per game, and yes. she went 6-0. <laughs> that was different, because she was playing Thanos. Yeah, I mean, it's true, but still. Wait, she, yeah. she didn't score that many points, did she? No, she didn't. She scored... Is that including or not including the fact that she got 300 points from the bye? Not including. She scored 240 points in five rounds. Five rounds. Wow. That's more yeah. than I remember. The, the one game she won 10-0. to Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, continue. respect, respect to that. Absolutely. But so, so yeah, knowing that the apocalypse and Thanos is, we're probably not going to have a ton of sc- high, high scoring points. If I could just get wins with a lot of points, or even if I was going to lose, get points. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't actually think about how to score the most points in games they're losing. Yeah, but it can matter. It's the tie break. Yep. I, I have made the top cut in an event that I won because I just went after one figure really hard in a game that I had definitely already lost. And that was going to be my plan against Thanos, uh, because I can't really kill Thanos. My team does not have enough firepower across the map. Yeah, unless they get in your face for some reason, but Correct. Like, they should not be doing that. <laughs> but I can kill everything else. Um, Round three, I played Dan. <laughs> um, who... Not only am I playing Thanos, I am playing arguably the best Thanos in the it, on in the world. <laughs> um, at at just being very patient and playing the barrier game. Um, and and that's no knock to like Emily, who is also a very very wonderful Thanos player. I just hold Dan in very high regard as far as being able to do that. <laughs> He's played very patient, very defensive teams for a very long time. He's very yes. well practiced at it. Um, I lose map, obviously. Um, I go into Deadpool and Venom Magneto. Um, I end up protecting myself pretty well. What I didn't expect was him coming over and actually mind controlling Apocalypse. Um, I missed my shape change, but then he missed my Molecule Man with Apocalypse, which, oof. Uh, I did perplex up Molecule Man, so it was 10 on a 19. Um, with, I had a prob because I had made rookie, um, but rookie was in water as well. 
Um, I then advance and end up getting a kill on his star Sapphire. And then that was the last points that I had gotten. But my my apocalypse was in his starting area. <laughs> nice. I think not um, enough people moved up their apocalypses against Thanos in okay. general. So I don't think enough people moved up their apocalypses, period. Sure. Um, and that'll come up in later games. Um, but yeah, I actually, I double perplexed my apocalypse's movement, charged to punch Molecule Man, needing an eight um, with a prob against the prob. I didn't like the odds, but it was the best play I had to kill him. Uh, I missed. Uh, so I lost to Dan. It was like 150 to, um, it was 180 to 25, which not a good loss. Um, but we keep our composure. Uh, we go into our next round, which is against um, a non-theme team uh, that was playing uh, Flash, Sky Tyrant, um, or no, it wasn't a non, no, yeah, it was a non-theme. Um, I don't fully remember what he had. Uh, I win map. Um, we go to Otherworld Castle, or we go to Otherworld Shadow of the Starlight Citadel, and I proceed to Jubilee his team. Jubilee after, is good, it turns out. Who knew? Um, after uh, my Apocalypse was in the middle of the map, because what people forget is Apocalypse has enhancement. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was non-theme with Doom. Um, so he goes into Lord Doom, which is brutal for me. Luckily, I yeah. won that. So most of... So PJ was talking about how all caps Doom was better against Apocalypse, and that may actually be true. Uh, I think it is for most of the variants, but Correct. you have a lot of figures on your team. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> yes, it does. It's not as good against the ruler version because it's just five figures. Exactly. And uh, like I am an Apocalypse, team. it does next to nothing against unless you have an absolutely tidy team. Correct. Um, so luckily I win map. So I get my Lockheed and my death and then I make him swap. Then I do my X swap. Nice. Um, he barriers up his Lord Doom. I then make the play where I, I do some movement perplexing. Collector carries up Molecule Man, removes the barrier, outwits the defense on Lord Doom. Um, I have two enhancements because I went into Hope Summers. Um, because I TK'd up, uh, Jubilee. It's a great swap to have access to. Yeah. I TK'd up Hope. All right, ticket up Jubilee after copying Perplex and uh, Sidestep, I think, from Collector. Um, Apocalypse then carried up Hope so that where Jubilee was going to be, I had two enhancements <laughs> plus my Collector bump and was able to one-shot Doom while doing one damage to Sky Tyrant. And that's all you need to do to Sky Tyrant, so it worked it out perfectly. absolutely is. And then the game was just downhill from there. Um, he couldn't really fight my team once I'm in the middle of the map. With my Jubilee. Um, yeah, he especially brought up Lord Doom or Sky Tyrant. Like, that's rough. Yeah. He brought some guys up and then I just like charged with Apocalypse. I made a lot of attacks with Apocalypse. Um, so I won that game um, 300 to 0, which 300 point win. I'm ecstatic. Um, so oh, yeah. we go, in, go into the next round. I play against another mystical team, um, which this. One, instead of Blackheart, was running Scarlet Witch. But other than that, was Lokis and stuff? Yep, Lokis, uh, Enchantress. Or instead of Enchantress, 
and I think two Lokis, it was running uh, Venom Strange. Venom Strange, yeah, yeah. They're um, like the only two choices for TK on Mystical. It's, correct. it's weird, because historically, Mystical has been a great keyword for telekinesis, but right now, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yep. Uh, he wins map. He says we go to Otherworld Castle. I respectfully uh, let him know that I have a Jubilee on my sideline. He says that's okay. I'm like, okay. Um, I go into uh, Deadpool Jubilee because I know he's coming to me. I don't actually need the TK. I need to protect Jubilee. Yeah. Um, so I get the water under Jubilee. I make her a giant so that she's protecting the people behind her. Um, he comes in. Uh, he moves his Venom Strange up to where I can, I made Rookie, then had Pestilence carry Commissioner, double outwit Venom Strange, and then shoot him with Jubilee. Nice. Uh, to kill him. Um, his Jubilee comes up. We trade back and forth. Um, and it ends up being Scarlet Witch versus Jubilee. Uh, Apocalypse in the Pogs and Deadpool. So I still have a lot of my team left. And we had, oh, and Collector. Collector's actually the one that killed Scarlet Witch. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> he was Can on Click 2. Collector no, he was on Click 2. Nice. I took a Mystics damage with him earlier. So he was just the three damage, and he she missed the, he missed both shape chain, both rollouts. Um, so another 300 point win and go into the last round. I'm like, all right, I'm surely playing a Thanos or an apocalypse. And Little did point, I know. You, and at this point you're like not locked, but you have a lot I'm of points. Pretty lock, I'm pretty locked. I'm, I'm X, close. I'm X one with right around like 1100 points at this point. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so with how it turned out, that would have easily been in cut. Um, you couldn't necessarily have known that for sure at the time, but you would have been. But I felt comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to play against the Thanos or Apocalypse, surely. Little did I know that all of those teams scored very low points. Right, yeah, that's the thing. You just scored more points than any of the others. Yeah, so I was just able to kind of cruise up past them um, and got to play the teams that were beating the other teams, scoring a lot of points. And I'm playing against a Latveria team with... Um, Annihilating Conqueror, um, Double Flash, Sky Tyrant, um, the Taxi Scarlet Witch, and Molecule Man. He rolls a he rolls a eleven. He rolls an eight, so he gets to eleven. So I'm like, so you're telling me I need a crit a crit hit to to win map. I roll my dice, I look down at the dice, I look back at him, I say, I think I win this game. Jeez. Because I, I crit hit map roll. Wow. That is rough. As the person playing themed against unthemed. Uh-huh. And I'm like, we go to the, we go to the Citadel. I get Jubilee. <laughs> um, he goes into DJ Doom. And it swaps into yeah. DJ Doom? So okay. nobody told him for a while that he doesn't get the dice when he oh, does no. that. Oh, no. So he didn't have other dooms. Oh. Oh. He only had 
annihilating and DJing. Yes. What was the rest of his sideline? I don't remember. Destroyer, I think. I mean, it must have been Destroyer. Uh, but it ended up not mattering because I don't attack with equipped characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, DJ Doom comes with the time platform, at least. So he would have had one equipped character. Admit. Yeah. Um, but so we, uh, he, I move up my pogs. Um, I make, I get death at the beginning. I make pestilence. I double perplex up death's defense. I perplex up um, pestilence's defense. My swap is Jubilee Hope Summers. Uh, that actually turned out to be my main swap when I win map. Makes sense. Because Jubilee Hope is just so good. Yeah. Um, and learning the the powers that I can take with with Hope is so much fun. Because Hope is every support power. Yeah. Um, the top eight with Isaac, the Hope was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> we'll, get, oh, that was we'll get into that. the game. Um, but so he he comes he bring, he sends his Sky Tyrant out. Um, with the plus two charge card, misses my pogs. He's a 12, 12 on like 19s and 20s and just misses and then ends up with a crit miss. Oh no. Wow. On Sky Tyrant? Yeah. Oh, that's so bad. Wow. Yeah. His, that his might last... be literally the worst character to crit miss with. I'm yeah, not sure and I, this one. I apologize. I'm like, I mean, Tyrant's definitely dead this turn. Um, and I'm probably going to kill like four more figures. Um, he's like, yeah, I know. Um, so Jubilee comes up, kills some people, tired, and and from that game, like I knew from the map roll that that game was kind of going to be a wash. Um, so I win three hundred to zero. Um, because surprisingly, my team also doesn't give up a ton of points when I I'm playing well. Um, and I'm winning map. So. Locked into top 32. The demons were exercised. I, 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 I did it. And I'm two against, again, I can't remember his name and I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, so if, just before we go into top 32, yeah. a few people have, you know, won team worlds and done really well in normal worlds before, but it's not actually super common. So this is just generally having made top 32 one of the better worlds performances. Yeah, and this is the best I'd ever performed in singles in a major event, um, which is why it was such a big deal to me. Like, I really thought I could do well. Sure. Um, major in-person event. Yes, yeah, major in-person event. And, like... Because, I mean, like, that coffee, coffee tournament, tournament was a lot of people. It was, was, like, 60 people, but, like, yeah. a major whiz kids event. Sure. Um, so, top 32, I'm against the only secret six in top cut. Oh, only one. Okay. I believe there was only one. No, there were two. There were two. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought there was more than one just West, because I saw West the breakdown one. spreadsheet that uh, Dylan did. Um, yeah, Western played should one as well. Have a look at because it's always interesting to see breakdowns. Um, but I'm actually like not confident here. Because no, I mean I actually think that Secret Six was a reasonable choice for this tournament. I agree. I think I would have tried to make an unthemed version um, mm -hmm. just because I don't like how bad Secret Six is at getting through barrier. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which was a big uh, deal. Yeah, exactly. But uh, like clearly standard Secret Six was a great choice too because two of them at least made the cut. Yep. Uh, so I lose Matt. His team is Double Tyrant, Double Scarab, Commissioner, Prime Giganta, Double Rare Giganta. 
and he's running Muramasa um, and Darkhold. Interesting. Which Darkhold just gives him the old reality play of triple perplex. Um, with the scarabs, and then Muramasa on Tyrant is actually really good. Yeah. Um, so we go to Desert Wedding. My swap is Hope Summers and Deadpool. And Hope Summers, just so I can have double barrier. <laughs> because that's yep, really good. Like I just said. Six. They're not good at getting through barrier, especially if you don't have a ton of equipped characters like your team doesn't. Like, you can have none if you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, and he was only playing one standard object, and he was heavy um, on my half of the map, to which I just sent... I made war at the beginning of the game Yeah. and just sent war out to destroy it. Why not? Yeah, and the other... And he's not playing um, uh, radioactive clay, so no. he can't just see through your barrier with scarabs. Which I probably would have if I was trying to run Secret Six, but and I was I mean, still a little afraid of the objects. Play the clay. Clay kind of seems like a must-play there. Yeah, yeah, but and I was still afraid of scarabs, so that's why I went into Deadpool, and I was able to just protect the people that I needed to protect with Deadpool. Um, he comes in with his tyrants, um, kills Pogs. Um, both tyrants have like three tokens on them. Um, but the one tyrant is double token because it was the one that equipped. Um, so I kill the other one. Um, and then we just we just trade blows back and forth. Hope actually killed a tyrant. Uh, copied charge and prob from Apocalypse. <laughs> awesome. And just and just went. Um, I probably didn't have to do that. I probably could have just shot him. But oh, what can I say? I'm a flashy player. <laughs> hey, prob is always nice to have. Um, and I won that game by about 40, 45 points. Um, so top sixteen, and I get to go rest. We uh we go out, we get some some good barbecue food. Um, get back to the hotel, and starting to think, and my top sixteen opponent I already know is Josafa. <laughs> playing him twice in one weekend <laughs> yeah and and Joe is one of my best friends <laughs> um so I I just I didn't like strategize but I just familiarized myself with what he was playing um so I looked at the build sheet that got posted um and just kind of okay so I I kind of knew what to expect um some things happened Sunday morning uh, I'm not going to get into uh, into it, but there was a yeah, lot of not. contention, um, and I was worried about my team. The The judges declared that everything would be played as normal, as we had been playing, which was, a, I believe, the right decision. Um, so, sit down with Joe. He is playing uh, Double Flash, Mad Jim, Wonder Woman, uh, Sakarian Iron Man, um... And Molecuman. Um, Wonder Woman with Mad Jim gives you more objects. <laughs> yep. Which I thought was great. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. I um, like. I've thought about that, but it always felt a little slow to me. So cool that just often managed to make it work. Yep, and it gave him access to um, 
a powerful user for the in-cap card. Absolutely. Two of them, actually. So you have Wonder Woman and you have Flash. Yeah. Um, he rolls a nine for map. I roll a ten. So to the Citadel we go. <laughs> um, Hope Jubilee uh, is the go-to. So I perplexed Jubilee up to a 14 attack. I have Apocalypse coming up the field. Um, and uh, Rookie comes up the field. So that I have two probs on the eight that I need to hit Sky Tyrant. Because he goes into defend Wonder Woman. Plus the hindering. So defend to a 19, ESD to 21, hindering for 22. Um, I hit the eight because he has no probs on it. Um, I was dual targeting charge flash and tyrant. He misses sense. He misses 50, 50 senses, which was a risky play for me. Absolutely. Him and I talked about it afterwards, but I had started to learn throughout the tournament. The plays that I overthought are the ones that ended up failing. When I just went with my instincts, it worked out. Um, and I, I've kind of said I'm a very intu like I, I play off instinct, and I'm an intuitive player. I'm somebody that plays on the fly. Um, he missed his senses. I'm like put tyrant on click three and the rest of it into flash. Makes um, sense. Oh, Joe also had a moloid. Moloid very, is so good on that theme. Very very relevant. Very relevant. Um, because he comes in to attack Jubilee, um, puts all black the Necrosword on Tyrant with Mad Jim, carries the Moloid up with the with the Wonder Woman, and Tyrant charges. Doing six. Um do or doing enough to kill Jubilee. Because oh, the play he made. Yeah, no, he was doing six. His Tyrant is still three damage on click three. Um, I think. Oh, yeah, he was using the object. He was using an object with two empowers. So, six damage. Um, and he misses. And rightfully so, Joe is now a little tilted. <laughs> he he missed the, the big... Game, you know, game turning attack. Um, he then kind of gets involved with Sakari and Iron Man a little bit. My apocalypse is midfield now, so my pogs are now in re relevant positions. Um, I then kill Wonder Woman um, with Jubilee and Death, uh, or sorry, Rookie and Jubilee. Um, he then picks Running Shot, Pulse Wave with Sakari and Iron Man. Now, Jubilee is protected Pulse Wave. That's very good. Um, and he only had uh, the Pulse Wave on Rookie, Death, and Pestilence. And he only hits Death. Wow, those dice do not... <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like they went his way at yep. all. Yep. Um, 
And, oh, specifically, he was also hitting his tyrant. Which I thought was a really cool play. Yeah, put him back onto the charge flurry. Yes. Now, the the risky part on that play is if he crit it. <laughs> True. Uh, but you go for that play, absolutely. Yeah. Um, he then flurries on Jubilee, um, hits once, rolls a two on Blades, um, hits a second time, I think, and does one. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Now, I still took two damage, I think. Or I think he missed the first attack, hit the second, because I think I only took one damage. Um, and then I, and then Isakari and Iron Man was all alone. And I made death. Death attacks Sakari and Iron Man after flexing down his defense. Pestilence attacks Sakari and Iron Man after I pulled the Empower card. Um, and then Apocalypse charged and killed Sakari and Iron Man. And and Joe just conceded after that. Yeah. That that um, sounds like a super rough game. <laughs> it was. The dice were were really unfortunate for him, and I, I don't I don't like beating Joe that way, um, but him and I played how we always play, which is literally just go after each other. <laughs> That's how him and I just play against each other, because um, we're both very aggressive players. Uh, but yeah, so top eight, and I already know who I'm playing because I saw Dan walking around, and I have to play Isaac. Fuck. <laughs> uh, not who I wanted to see in top eight, but he's on yeah. X-Men. Um, him and I talked actually before the singles tournament, cause I saw the team that he was running and I'm, I pointed at Venom Wolverine. I'm like, I love it. He's like, I hate her. <laughs> like, he legitimately hates her. She's like, the only reason that she's good for this team is cause she is a 75.12 movement underworld character. Yep. I'm like, I and know. she gets to make her own attack, so better than any other attacks that you could have. <laughs> Correct. Um, so he wins map. Uh, this game is streamed for anybody that wants to watch it. Um, this game, he wins map. Um, we go to the Citadel. We both go Jubilee. Um, I went Jub- Jubilee Hope Summers. He flips the exploit weakness card on turn two. Ouch. Um, cause let me tell you about Venom Wolverine and double maggot pogs attacking with exploit. <laughs> yeah, that's something that I specifically noted in my tarot card guide. I was like, if you are playing X-Men, I think this is this specific double maggot Venom Wolverine build is very good because you get that card and mm-hmm. if they're, if they're at all grouped up, you just get to absolutely crush everything with Yep. Those attacks. Um, if that card comes up a turn later or a turn earlier, I'm in a much better shape. But it doesn't. Uh, so he comes in and wipes out most of my force on that alpha. Um, I don't really get a good return. Or no, I do. Actually, I kill both maggots on my follow-up. Um, because I flip the Empower card. Um, Hope Summers copied Invincible from Death on turn one. So she survived the exploit card. Nice. Um, so I make death. Death shoots a maggot for five from double enhancement. Um, he misses the senses. Yay. 
Then I break away sidestep with Moloid. And there is a perfect four by four spot for my big ass apocalypse. <laughs> After hope copies empower prob. <laughs> Um, and I get plus two attack, five damage, he misses census, and Apocalypse kills a maggot. Yay! Nice. Um, he then, you know, we, we trade back and forth, and I'm down to, like, Mary Jane, Apocalypse, and Hope. Um, which I didn't feel fully out of it, but I knew the writing was on the wall. I missed the, like, he blades my hope for six. Or he blades my hope, I chose the mastermind, and I'm like, he's gonna roll the six. So I masterminded it to Apocalypse, who doesn't die to six, which is good. Um, uh, so that was rough. And then I proceeded to roll a one and a two on my power regens. Um, and never, and the last card in my tarot deck was the regen card and I didn't get <laughs> the I one time it would have been useful. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to my last card. Um, but the funniest part of this game was my hope summers copies shape change prob from apocalypse before he takes damage. His hope copies shape change prob from my hope. Yes. <laughs> then apocalypse loses prob and our hopes just trade shape change prob back and forth with each other for about five turns. That is awesome. It was so funny. And like, we just started doing like, I think at that point we were also just doing it because it was hilarious. Not even necessarily the best powers to pick. Just, you know, it was hilarious. <laughs> it, um, it, it was incredibly hilarious, especially um, because everybody seems to think for some reason that she's more restrictive than she is. No, she is so open. So great. Um, I told Isaac during the game, I'm like, I have to admit, you're like one of, you are probably the the best opponent that I have. You're my favorite opponent to play. And he, he like gave me a look like, why? And I'm like, you talk as much as I do. <laughs> and like, and we just talk about stupid shit. And it's just like making jokes. Like we talk about like what's going on in the game in like a funny sense. Um so he was just very enjoyable to play. It was the first time I'd actually gotten to play Isaac. Yeah, I've never gotten to play him either. Um, kid definitely lives up to the reputation. Um, I don't recommend it if you want to win, but it is fun. But I took one solace away, and I, I, I think I even mentioned this to him, because we talked about the game a little bit afterwards. I took solace in the fact that not only did I make top eight, I lost to the best player in the world, and I didn't get outplayed. No, I uh, I watched pretty much the whole game. I thought you played it perfectly fine. Yeah. I, it, it I didn't was, see any misplays or anything. It was a good feeling to know that, like, what happened was what I, I knew was going... Like, I, other than the exploit card coming up on turn two, <laughs> um, he didn't do anything that surprised me. Um, yep. So that was just, like, I said it in my post on Facebook. I, I was at that table, and I felt like I belonged there. And he didn't bring Beast in against you. No, he he went Venom Wolverine, Jubilee, Double Maggot. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the right choice. I agree. Uh, I think Beast is great against some of the Thanos. other Apocalypse builds and against Thanos, but not not definitely not that Apocalypse build. And I don't think the Ruler Apocalypse build either. I think Triple Apocalypse and Thanos, it's the right choice. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it was just a great game. Um, I think I figured out that I placed fifth. 
um, which I can't be mad about. Yeah. Uh, out of 168. That's, that's reasonable, you know. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, yeah, I got a uh, I got a Chase Prime set for Disney Plus, which was good. Um, I was gonna try to sell the whole thing, wasn't having any luck with that. So I decided to open it and take out the figures that I wanted to keep, which was Sakari and Iron Man, because I had to sell mine due to financial responsibilities. Um, I wanted Scarlet Witch, um, and I kept Scarlet Witch and Agatha, and Vision Prime and Captain Carter Prime. So I get to play those characters now. Nice. Uh, but yeah, great run tournament. Um, other than some some ruling snafus that were all over the place that we weren't they they made a ruling and then reversed the ruling we were a little confused for about 15 minutes we could have might we could have masterminded mind control and in cap um but then they decided that that's a bad idea um but yeah this is a really great event um uh me and tony and tj already said that we have to play together next year that's kind of the requirement nice um yeah, and uh, the best part was our team name was uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno. For anyone that follows Encanto. I guess you I didn't realize that was you until after the event. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was TJ's idea. It's like, we, we were trying to think of a team name. He's like, We Don't Talk About Bruno. I'm like, that's it. That's it right there. Yeah, I also, like, I saw the list of teams that were in the top cut, and I was like, oh, I don't know if has made it i don't remember his team name and then once you were in the finals <laughs> and it was like a picture of your team against the other team with you we just i was like oh <laughs> anthony bruno that yep. makes sense <laughs> but yeah that was uh it was a lot of fun it was more fun than i thought i do think there are still some issues in the meta that need to be addressed um and hopefully they are uh, i think apocalypse and thanos need seriously looked at yeah i mean Single Apocalypse teams weren't super fun to play against, but Triple Apocalypse teams were just miserable by all accounts. Jason Alvey made top four, played 10 rounds. He gave up zero points in nine rounds <laughs> and 300 points in the last one. Yeah. 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 So that's, I think that's very bad. I agree with PJ who had said, like, it just create those two characters, um, Thanos creates a play uh, play experience that you don't get to play the game. Yeah. Um, Apocalypse, you at least get to roll dice, but it's in an unkillable game state. Yeah, Triple Apocalypse is weird because like you can make a ton of attacks. They don't do anything, but you can make as many as you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd like to see them add a silver ring to Apocalypse. Um, if they feel that you need to go even further than that, Drop his mind, his mastermind down to range four instead of eight. Yeah, yeah, or even just normal mastermind would be fine with me. But we'll sure. see what they do. Uh, but I do think Thanos needs a, another hard look. Yeah. Or yeah, and I mean, part of it is the environment around him, the like plentiful cheap barrier that's around at the moment that shares keywords with him yeah. and all that kind I of would, stuff. I but, would actually yeah. love to see a change in the power barrier. Well, that would be nice. Yeah, this is why they should have banned Thanos, because obviously they didn't do enough, and now, you know. Yeah, and uh, I mean, also just making the mind control not a free attack, just you can use mind control with those would be fine, I think. 
yeah. at least it forces yeah, them to I use mean, constant actions, not be able to Tenpole, run 12 squares out mind control and run back 12 squares. Like, Yeah, Tenpool's getting to make more than one attack a turn certainly makes sense. I mean, he is 175 points, but that is not how you make up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I um, I agreed with something else PJ said about it, is um, at least when Thanos could use the improved targetings for regular attacks, I was dying quickly. <laughs> um, Instead of having 10 was... points taken and being able, unable to make attacks? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, PJ's tournament just sounded miserable. <laughs> yeah. PJ faced Ruler Thanos. Sorry, Ruler Apocalypse, Ruler Apocalypse, Triple Apocalypse, Triple Apocalypse, Thanos. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, oof. <laughs> that is. Yeah, this was this was not a world I was that sad about missing, uh, from what it sounded like. Yeah, which was why I was very surprised that I only played one Thanos and yep. zero Apocalypses. Yeah, you got a much better uh, draw than PJ did, for sure, in yeah. terms of fun, at least. I played more more black hearts uh, than I played apocalypses. Definitely unusual. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of really fun stuff in the meta right now, and I think that those two figures are just dragging it down to where teams just don't score any points, which sucks. Yeah. And I even think, like, single apocalypse is probably fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's strong, but it's not. Because you can still score the the other 200 points. Yeah. Yeah, and clearly people did figure out how to beat them. I would. I, I'm really interested to see Saul. if. Uh, yeah, Saul's I mean, Saul really beat cool. them fairly consistently. Um, I'm really interested to see if Dylan finds like the majority of the build sheets for the tournament. What the conversion rate was on apocalypses from day one to day two, and Thanos's as well, mm-hmm. uh, or. Swiss to top cut. I'm using magic parlance because conversion yep. rate yep. is a magic parlance thing <laughs> for listeners. Um, basically, what it means is just the people who chose to play particular archetypes, what percentage of them was there in the field as a whole, and what percentage of them made the cut. Um, and that just tells you how well positioned a team was because teams can be not particularly well positioned but still look like they're very successful because just so many people played them that statistically some of them had to make it. <laughs> yep. um, so it's possible that 50% of the, this isn't true, but theoretically, it's possible that 50% of the tournament was Apocalypse and only 22% of the top cut was Apocalypse. And then like single Apocalypse probably actually isn't that bad. But um, I know, I know from sure, day one to day right. two, there were only three Apocalypse teams that made it in the top 16. It was me, Easton, and Jason. And Jason and Easton played in top 16. And that went to a roll-off, and Jason crit hit the roll-off. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jason crit hit the roll-off. Wow. And Jason and Easton was trying to, like, actually trying to score points. Like, he was trying to win. Yep. But he just... He I, I'm I mean, sure he, just he did everything points. in his power. He did. Scoring points against Triple Apocalypse is just without like Beast or Scarlet Witch yep. is it's nearly impossible. And with them, it's still very, very difficult. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, Apocalypse but... essentially has protected just in reverse. You just have to take the power action before the attack. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and big, uh, big congratulations to Saul for, for being the first uh, not American world champion. Yeah, as far as I know. 
it's possible way back in the lost histories there was someone, but I don't think so. <laughs> and I and mean, his team was really it was cool, really designed to beat Apocalypse and Thanos. Um, he he won map against Jason, which is uh, obviously not something you want to see when you're plus three. <laughs> um, so yeah, he got the to, to angler drop Scarlet Witch on turn one. Yeah, the two games I watched from Saul were both very very well played. Yeah. And he was playing, and his team was awesome as well, yeah. for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you guys have any other questions about the event? Do we have any questions on our thread? We have a couple we of questions. A little handful. Yeah, they're not super relevant, but we'll go over them. Uh, <laughs> TJ Wheeler, Azareth, can you explain why Blink isn't Thanos? <laughs> um, well, first off, um, I believe her name is one character less. Sure. Um She's an X-Men. Thanos is now, too, have... as soon as the grand prizes oh, come out. Right. Don't forget about that. Uh, <laughs> um, she doesn't have mind control anywhere on her card. Thanos, um, I don't think, was ever on the Exiles. Yep, yep. No, I don't remember um, him appearing at all. Thanos uh, doesn't get to shoot through um, the portals. Although, if they're if they're on the same team... Then he could. Yeah, there are enough points. You could do it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why uh, you would, but you could. <laughs> other than that, Blink uh, Blink won a world championship and Thanos didn't. That's true. Yeah. Um, Simeon asks, Azareth, best and worst parts of Memphis without Jay being there. I'm not really sure why Jay not being there is the relevant part of that question, but we'll assume it is. Um, I mean, so, not being there is obviously a good thing, right? So the worst, the worst part about Memphis without Jay being there is Jay wasn't there to see me win. <laughs> um, because I yeah. feel like I feel like Jay would have, if anybody would have been more excited for me than Dan, it would have been Jay. <laughs> I um, mean, I'm still pretty excited for you. <laughs> uh, the best part Although, about Jay now I am now I am the least uh, uh, accomplished person on on my own podcast, so. Feels, feels you really have you've set you set me up for success. By, You're a world by... champion judge. You got to judge worlds. Yeah. That makes you a world champion judge. Yeah, there, there we go. go. Perfect. We're all world yeah. champions. <laughs> um, the best part about Memphis with Jay not being there. <laughs> hmm. Oh, there's so many ideas going through my head. Um, you got I, to I, go to the poor place without having without Jewish. No. Guilt. No, 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 no. Here it was. I got my own bed on Wednesday night. <laughs> True. When I shared the room with Emily. Wait, was it who was was it you? Just, it you just and me Emily? and Emily. Oh, I would have, I would have, I would have shared the bed with Emily probably. But I don't know that for sure. So I'm going with that. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Uh, and the last question we have is Jay Major. How does it feel to win worlds and go down in HeroClix history as a champion? <laughs> oh, um, it's really cool. Um, I've never, uh, I've never won like a world or, or nationals title like in any game that I've played. And I've been playing games since I was like twelve. Um, and I'm I'm now in my thirties, so it's really cool. Um. It was something that, like, even my dad was, like, really, like, like ecstatic for. And my dad usually makes fun of my geek stuff. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
it's it's cool that and I'm hoping like this is the, the the selfish part of me talking is like I'm hoping that it like doesn't get forgotten. <clears throat> that like years from now I'll, like people will still remember that that we did it. And if they don't, that's okay. I think there's pretty good uh HeroClix history going on. I think people remember the uh, team champions a fair ways back. We just need to uh, make sure the game keeps going. So, so there's well, a reason to talk about it. Except for, uh, people except people for remember those. Because, sorry, except for 2016, because that was a group of people that nobody knows, and I don't think I've ever shown up again. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was going to say, the people remember those world champions because they got to have their names on a card for a figure. Partially. Like, they look at Maggot, and they see your name on it. They look at Flash, and they see Maddie and George and, and Adam. Oh, by the way, I was 100% dead set that those three were going to repeat this year. It looked likely. <laughs> their team was what their polls were? Yeah, right. Nimrod, I don't know how they the um, Who do they lose to? Joe Safa, Lucas, and Kevin. Ah, okay. Joe killed Nimrod. <laughs> and, awesome. uh... And Maddie, according according to what I heard, Maddie doesn't know what patience means. And so he lost his game. That was what I heard. I mean, we all know how I feel about Maddie G. So. Yeah. I, I heard that directly from Adam. <laughs> that sounds like a way Adam would describe a game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. I was when I saw their pools, I was like, "There's no way they don't repeat. Like their pools are nuts. They did pretty well." Yeah, I was uh, shocked. I I would never accuse somebody of cheating, but like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And like, I was 100. Like, if we had to play them in the finals, there's no way that our teams could have beat them. No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. You don't think your team had enough offensive potential to take out an Imran? No. Sure don't. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't seem likely. <laughs> All right. I think that's everything, unless anybody has anything specific they want to bring up. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's everything I got. All right. I mean... What, what do you mean, Jack? I'm, I was just going to say, I, I had nothing to contribute to begin with, so that I wasn't going to get me. Um, oh, yeah, my talk about really, really bad. So is, uh, I really is, we're now like three and a half-ish months away from the Clicks Championship down in Florida. Uh, hopefully, we're going to see yeah. a whole bunch of people down there. Yeah, hopefully, Devin will actually commit one way or the other. Commit. I'll decide. I'll decide. <laughs> They opened up more hotel rooms. Well, Emily and I are going to be there, and uh, I actually booked. Uh, oh, I I actually bought all the tickets for everything the awesome. day they came out. So, I uh, I still have to do my registration. David kind of did me a solid, um, because I was away this weekend. Um, so I have to square up with that, and I already got my hotel, booking my Disney tickets. It's going to be a nice little vacation. Nice. Yeah, still deciding, but uh, might go. I, I do have to make a decision soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll wrap everything up for today. Uh, I want to thank today's co-hosts, Azareth, who is now a world champion, bringing the total on the podcast up to two, and Jay. Uh, before we go, I want to thank our I'm patrons. 
but it's well, a very, very good judge. Well, champion judge. And is unretiring, so, you know. Woo! Never say never. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to become a patron, uh, go to patreon.com slash JSA clicks. We have a uh, new tier, which you should sign up for. Don't sign up for the legacy tiers. Just give us a dollar and uh, support our ability to do this without paying out of pocket. Um, we have an affiliate link for Podbean and uh, all the usual social media, Facebook page and group, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, mention some of the affiliates of the show. Um, we have uh, Rena Adams, Happy Little Hero Clicks, has her own YouTube channel and Patreon, so check that out. Aries with Dishing Up Clicks with a Facebook page and Patreon and uh, ClicksNexus.com. Best source for HeroClick styles has a Patreon, so make sure you support uh, the availability of that data. And uh, see you all next time. Hope you have fun the next time you play HeroClicks, whether it's competitive or casual. Good night, everybody.